What's good? What's good? Good people. We're back at it with another one. About to just jump right into it. I um this morning I I didn't really get the I didn't get some the correspondence this morning as I headed out to the gym to get our workout in this morning. And the gym is closed. You know, we got some, you know, we got some weather here in Virginia. It's always, you know, funny how our weather is, you know, whenever they call it for snow, we never get much. But everything gets shut down and canceled. You know, they've canceled, you know, all school activities. I mean, because Prince William County is pretty big. So the West End obviously got more snow than the East. But of course, you know, I miss I miss my girls. Like we couldn't practice yesterday and now we can't practice today. But um, I didn't get the notification about, you know, the gym that I normally use at 6 a.m., you know, where all the all the pros and the college guys meet us at. I didn't get the, you know, the the message that they were closed this morning and that they weren't going to open until a couple hours later. I didn't get it. Somebody mentioned it, but I didn't really wasn't paying attention. This didn't really get the formal piece of it. Right. So I pull up, you know, myself and a few other players at 6 a.m. and the gym's closing. It's like, dang, you know. Now I drive, you know, it takes me about eh, under an hour to get to the gym, somewhere between, you know, 50 minutes and an hour. And that's typically because I'm doing, you know, I'm pretty, I'm speeding on the highway at, you know, at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, there's nobody on the road. And so when I got to the gym, I had a choice. You know, I could dwell, I could be upset, I could be pissed. I can, you know, call the guys to open the gym and just be furious at the fact that the gym is still closed for whatever reason. I didn't really, I didn't know. But then it brings me to one of my my models that I've adopted over the last couple of years in reference to, you know, holding on to bad things and and allowing things to get you down and is who gives a beep? <laughs> it's like, you know, when like certain things happen and we we dwell on it and we get upset about it and we don't fully let it go. I know I've, I'm guilty of doing that in life, period. And even in a basketball sense, a kid misses a rotation or doesn't run a play correctly. And I'm flipping and going crazy on the sideline as if the world is about to end. When the fact of the matter is the game is still being played. Time is still moving. You just have to move forward. So the gym's closed. So what I'm doing, I'm going back home. And now I'm debating if I'm just going to come back this afternoon or not. But developing that, yes, of course we care. But in the moment, if if it's not, you know, going your way, we just got to move forward because the world keeps spinning. And these little digital clocks that we look at, they keep moving. So time relatively just keeps on going. We can't continue to dwell on things. I want to touch on our like our basketball community really quick as we had a couple of conversations yesterday. And I noticed that a lot of a lot of coaches and a lot of you know basketball guys there, they have a lot of success in the game, whatever it is that they're doing. You can be, you know, um, a recruiting analyst, you know, someone that, that has a recruiting service that that does write-ups and helps players from the area trying to help kids get some exposure, things of that nature. You can be a basketball skills trainer that, you know, spends, you know, a few hours a day or several hours a day in a gym working with different players on skills and confidence and, you know, in interpersonal relationships. You can be a coach that, you know, that, that volunteers, practically volunteers your time 
coaching in a high school and helping players and things of that nature. And what I learned is the more successful you are in those things, the more, you know, quote unquote, negativity, you know, seems to kind of make its way to you start to get a lot of negative opinion. Um, a lot of, you know, a lot of feedback like that. That's, that's pretty negative. You get a lot of positive. But sometimes the negative, it rings so loud because we just don't really understand, you know, why it, it manifests itself in the way that it does. And I think that that's another way that I've learned that, you know, who gives a bleep type of mentality when it comes down to those things. Working with, you know, working in our in our particular arena of basketball, it's a thankless job. Some of the things that I learned from my coaches when I was a kid, they still reign supreme with me today. And those guys weren't getting paid $100,000 to coach us. They weren't getting paid anything. They volunteered their time to do it. But I never got a chance to, to thank them. I just never, never could. Coach Troy, you know, rest in peace. He was my first rec league coach. He coached me fourth and fifth grade. And and Coach Jake, who was a realtor, you know, right in the neighborhood that I grew up in. Like, you know, my my rec league coach, which is highly competitive, was he was a realtor. He had gold teeth. He drove an infinity bubble. Like he was my idol. He was one of the smoothest, coolest dudes I ever met. But it's a thankless job. But in our like in our arena, we're so quick to say, you know, these recruiting services, they're robbing people. These young people, they don't know nothing about basketball. How can they give a review? How can they analyze a player? Well, I mean, if you have eyes and you watch basketball, you can analyze what you're seeing. And it'd be your opinion. Your opinion doesn't make it fact. Your opinion is not, you know, published and typed and printed in the New King version. I mean, the New King uh, James version of the Bible. That's not that's not what happens. Like, it's your opinion. Because a trainer doesn't teach what you think he should teach doesn't mean he's a bad trainer and that he deserves your backlash and your hate and your tweets with some level of a, a subliminal message that has this ridiculous undertone to it that just kind of like paints a picture of abolishing training, basketball training in our area. Or because a high school coach doesn't pick up a player that you think he should pick up or he doesn't play your AAU guy the position you think he should. You try to smear that coach's name. He don't know what he's doing. He don't know what he's doing. That mentality of who gives a bleep, I think it makes perfect sense. I'm just not sure why we are in a, a genre, or not a genre, but we're in a a time where we just speak so negatively about each other. And I don't think this is, this is not nothing new. Like opinions being negative goes far beyond today. I think the difference uh, between today's hatred is you can actually create a login, a username, put an avatar or not, and you can publicly post the things that you are thinking about because i think twitter is just where all the grown folks go 
and they're either typing inspirational stuff or they are typing hating stuff, like stuff that is so negative about someone else. It's like, I don't understand why Twitter has become the place for emotions. Even I've jumped up there and I'll go crazy. But it's become the place of emotion, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. I think we got to get rid of all of these crazy opinions. The way I see it is every coach out here is a bad coach. And I say that from the perspective of there's no coach at our amateur level of AAU, of recreational league, of high school, that has signed a three-year contract or five-year contract as a coach for $3.5 million or a five-year deal worth $7.5 million. We're not getting paid top dollar to be coaches. So if you get paid what you're worth, that means we're all pretty bad. So who are you to sit there and judge another coach who chooses to volunteer his time to help kids? Who cares if a dad chooses to coach his son? What's wrong with that? Because oftentimes these dads that are coaching their own children, they're coaching their own children, but they're coaching their child's friends as well, creating a space and a place for them to be able to play and to be active. Why do we throw shade on that? Like, why is everything shady? I don't know. Maybe the shade and the hate, maybe it's just someone's opinion or maybe it's fact. I don't know. I do believe that we have to find a way to live our life free of all judgment. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be around. But I think that we have to have a mindset of who gives a bleep and just move forward, not worried about judgment. The things that we believe, we have to continue to do that. And the people that are moving forward with things, I applaud you. I applaud you. Go against the grain. Keep getting it done. Thank you all for listening to A Space to Create. Whatever it is that you want to do in this life, whether it's 100 things, get them done. There's no one that can tell you exactly what to do. There's no one that can give you the exact blueprint of what to do. You have to take a deep breath, try to analyze it, pray on it, and move forward. Appreciate you guys listening.